Live from the AMA 30 studios, this is Angels Recap. With a recap of the game, a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, and a quick preview of the next Halos game. All right, there's something I want to get off my chest. Something I've been thinking about for a while now. Something that I don't say lightly. I have had this thought that has been marinating for quite some time, and I guess it's ready to get put on the grill, if you will. As I sit here tonight and think about what we just witnessed, think about what we have seen since 2018, where he was the Rookie of the Year, and where Shohei Otani, out of a spring training where some were arguing that he doesn't even belong in the major leagues. And after that period where there were so many doubters even wondering if he should try to be a two-way guy. So going through the injury struggles of 2019 and 2020, to coming back in 2021 and having an MVP campaign, a unanimous, a unanimous MVP campaign, I might add, last season only narrowly being beaten by Aaron Judge because he hit 62 home runs, but Otani should have won the MVP a season ago. And now for a fourth time, Shohei Otani is putting up the greatest season any of us have ever seen. So when I say this in a moment, this statement, I, as a historian of the game, as somebody that respects so mightily the greats to have ever played Major League Baseball. As someone that truly respects the historical achievements and also understands that Otani still has years to go. But I will say this right now, and I will stand by this. Shohei Otani is the single greatest player in the history of baseball. It sunk in tonight. It sunk in tonight watching Shohei Otani, Homer, 418 feet, the loudest bat crack we've heard since, oh, I don't know, last night when he hit one to a similar spot, to pitch as well as he did, striking out 10 and 6 and a third, gave him the one run, but that run came across when he was already out of the game, and then after leaving with a cracked fingernail, comes back up to the batter's box and goes the opposite way, 404 feet, for a second home run tonight. Shohei Otani leads the majors in home runs. Can we go through the numbers where Shohei Otani leads for a moment? And this is not in the American League. This is all of baseball. Shohei Otani is baseball's home run leader. Shohei Otani is baseball's RBI leader. Shohei Otani in batting average is ninth. And when you consider where he ranks in the American League, Otani is fifth. So, top five batting average to go with the numbers that I had mentioned before. OPS, the only player in baseball over 1,000. The best OPS in all of baseball. Better than Acuna, better than Freeman, better than Soto, better than Luisa Rice. By the way, those are all National League players I was just rattling off right there. The next closest American League player in OPS is Yandy Diaz, who is more than 100 points behind Shohei Otani. We are witnessing the greatest season in the history of baseball, and it's being delivered by Shohei Otani for not the first, not the second, not the third, 
but the fourth time in his career. We have never seen a year like this from Shohei Otani. By the way, those were just his hitting numbers. Because Shohei Otani offensively alone, if you only took Otani the DH, is the unanimous MVP in the American League. Now let me tell you about what he's doing on the mound. Because again, listen to what I just said again. I'm going to say it one more time. Otani the hitter is the unanimous MVP. With that one singular skill set, Otani is the best player in baseball. And then you consider the fact that he is an ace. A 7-3 record with a 3.02 earned run average. Where does that ERA rank in the American League? Top 10. Ninth in ERA in the American League. In baseball, where he ranks in terms of strikeouts. Because now Otani is up to 127 with 10 more tonight. Third in the Amer- in uh, third in baseball and strikeouts, second in the American League. Otani the hitter is the unanimous MVP. Otani the pitcher is a Cy Young contender. How about batting average against? We talk about the fact that he's hitting 304 against him. Or actually I was going to talk about his whip. His whip is 7th. In all of baseball, 1.04. You just go up and down the line, and every statistic, it doesn't matter. Shohei Otani is a bona fide Cy Young contender and the clear-cut best hitter in baseball. We talked about this a lot in 2018 when he came onto the scene. We were all blown away, so impressed by what we had seen from Shohei Otani when the MVP. We're blown away even more so in 2021 when he was the unanimous MVP. I said MVP before I met Rookie of the Year. The Rookie of the Year in 2018, the MVP in 2021. What did he do in 2022? He was better in 22 than he was in 21. What is he doing now? He is better in 23 than he was in 2022. Every year, Shohei Otani gets better, and it is not a one-fluky-season kind of thing. Shohei Otani is now stringing it together. Now, please keep in mind, what I am saying here is independent of any conversation that one wants to have about what his value is and what the dollar should be. Forget that. I am strictly talking about Shohei Otani, the baseball player, and the fact that in the history of this grand game, we have never seen a player like this before. We have never seen a player have the seasons, not one, not two, now three, maybe even four seasons now, where Shohei Otani is doing something unprecedented in this game. Babe Ruth has never had a season like what Shohei Otani is putting together right now. Willie Mays could never do what Shohei Otani is doing right now. And that is no disrespect to those guys because I am a, again, a historian of the game that does not say this lightly. I say this with much gravity because I understand how incredible those all-time greats were. It just is worth mentioning and diving into the fact that Shohei Otani is better. He is the best player in the history of baseball. We're going to talk about the game tonight, but for me, it, it sank in tonight. I've been thinking this for a while. I've been wanting to share this take for some time. But I was waiting for the right moment. And tonight, it was clear to me. It is crystal clear to me that there is not a player in the history of this game that could do what Shohei Otani is doing. Babe Ruth could never do this. 
He, he never did. He, he had every chance. He, Babe Ruth never did this. Shohei Otani, by the way, is... If he keeps this pace up, he's going to be knocking on the door of Judges 62 last year. And you know what? Knowing Shohei, don't be surprised if he hits 63. 714 You think I sound crazy? Tell me, please. One thing that you've said, oh, Otani has... Oh, he's not going to do this? Oh, he's done it. Every time. Please. 714-2-838-30. Let's get started tonight with Luke in Huntington Beach here on Angels Recap. I should mention our phone number again, 714-2-838-30. My name is Trent Rush. Glad to be with you tonight here on Angels Recap. Luke in Huntington Beach. What's going on, man? Trent, always a pleasure listening and talking with you. I hope you're doing good and having a great night. I'm uh, sitting here with my buddy Cam. Hey, Cam. And uh, we were just at the game. We're driving home right now. And, and look, Trent, i got to get something off my chest, too. Okay? Not only do I wholeheartedly agree with you that Shohei Otani is the best baseball player in the entire universe. Yes, the entire universe. We don't know what's out there, but I know that Shohei is the best. But I'm also going to say one other thing, Trent, that you, my friend, are the best radio post-game broadcaster in the entire universe as well. We <laughs> love you. And I just want to add one more thing, Trent. It's my birthday tomorrow. I know I call in a lot, but I love listening to you after Angels game, and I certainly love listening to you after Angels win. Light that baby up. Go Halos. I'm full-blown on board. This is our year. Let's go, baby. I love it. Luke and Huntington Beach, happy early birthday. Looking forward to you celebrating about two hours and seven minutes from right now. Thanks for calling. Thanks for the kind words. And look, I, again, I, I say this with an understanding of, of all of the great players that have put on a uniform. I just think Otani is better. And I, again, I've been waiting to say this because it's not something I just want to throw out there. And I, I, I mean it. And it's uh, it's not just a hot take. This is not just a radio show where we just throw out a bunch of ideas. I, this has been weighing on me. And I, I think it's worth sharing why I think Shohei Otani is the greatest player in the history of this game. And we can talk about the game tonight. I know we're going to do that. Uh, but appreciate Luke for uh, giving us a ring tonight here. 714-2-830-830. Let's go to Dick and Whittier who joins us here on Angels Recap tonight. Hi, Dick. How you doing, Trent? Doing great. Great. I I totally agree with you on Shohei Otani, and the as far as I'm concerned, the Angels have two of the top five baseball baseball players of all time. Mike Trout being the other one. Yeah, I mean Trout has done a lot to to be discussed in that conversation. And Dick, thank you for calling. I think that the term GOAT gets thrown around a lot and has a tendency to have some recency bias. And Mike Trout has had a phenomenal career, and it's there's still a lot left in the tank for Mike Trout, so I can't wait to see what he gets to. But when I think about you know the best ever, like look at the numbers Albert Pujols put up. You know, 3,000 hits, 600 home runs. I, those are going to be tough milestones for, for Mike to get there to like what Albert was able to do. And I don't get me wrong, I love Mike Trout. He's for for up until Shohei Otani was the best player of this era. Um, but I, I just think that when you you look at the historical context, I, I I think Shohei is just in a different stratosphere. He he just really is. I you know people have asked me for a long time who I think the best 
you know, the, the best players of all time were. I have always said, for me, it's been Willie Mays 1, Hank Aaron 2, Babe Ruth 3. Those have been the, that, that's been my order forever. I, Shohei's 1. Shohei Otani is 1, and I cannot believe I'm saying this. But Shohei Otani is number one, and and tonight for me solidified that. I I really don't think it's recency bias. It's, I've been thinking about this for a while. I, I just think Otani is just at an absolutely uh, different level. Let's go to Todd in Huntington Beach joining us tonight here on Angels Recap. Hi, Todd. Hey, sir. How you doing? Better after the Angels got the victory tonight, Todd. I'll tell you that. I I'm, I'm right there with you, but you know I got to disagree with you about the uh, home run count that you got going with Uh-oh. Shohei Otani. Yeah, you said 63? Yeah. I'd say 67. <laughs> it's a lot of home runs. It's a lot of home runs. You know what? If he hits 57, he's still the best player of all time. That That's the truth, though. Um, yeah, hey, who knows? Look, this guy is capable of absolutely anything, and he proves that on a daily basis. And, and let's not forget Shohei, the pitcher. He's even had some rough starts in there. And <laughs> despite those, he still has a top-10 ERA in the American League halfway through the season, and he's third in all of baseball in strikeouts, leading all of baseball. Baseball in home runs, OPS, RBI. Nobody is doing more for their team than Shohei Otani. Shohei, the hitter, is the best player in baseball. And then there's Shohei, the pitcher, who is a bona fide Cy Young candidate. Todd, thanks for calling in. 714-283-830. A lot to get to tonight here on Angels Recap. We haven't even gotten into that wild ninth inning where Carlos Estevez converted the save 20 for 20 in save chances uh, to set a new Angel record for the most consecutive saves to begin a season. It wasn't all that easy tonight and uh, got a really big strikeout there at the end of Zavala. And then Andrews ends up grounding in to the double play. Again, 714-283-830. Let's go to Richard in Anaheim, hanging out with us on Angels Recap tonight. Hi, Richard. How's it going, Trey? How's everything? This is, uh, thank you for taking my call again. Anyway, Trey, I wanted to ask a question. You know, Mike Trout's not doing uh, what he, Mike Trout things. And do you think it's, be, it's because, and I'll be honest now, do you think it's because of uh, Connie taking on the Thunder and he just doesn't know how to handle it? Because there was always Mike Trout, you know, all these years, and now it's uh, Tony. And I still think Mike Trout's the best player in baseball. But what do you think about? Uh, what, do you, what do you think on that? I think that that has absolutely nothing. I, I think whatever Shohei does has absolutely nothing to do with Mike Trout's numbers that he's putting up. I, completely irrelevant. If anything, Trout's better for it because he loves. He I think he loves the competition. I, I think that he also is one to. Push. He's had trouble hitting fastballs this year, and there have been some mechanic things that Trout's been working through, and adjustments being made, and and tracking the baseball. There's been things that Trout's been working on that maybe explain why he hasn't had the Mike Trout first half that we've all grown to expect from Mike Trout. And there's no reason to think that he couldn't turn it on in the second half and get back the player that we know that he is. And by the way, not a bad down half considering he had 17 home runs and is driven in 41. Now, that's not bad for, for having a, a down first half of the season. No. It, what Shohei does is is completely independent of whatever Mike Trout's numbers are, completely unrelated. Uh, let's get to another phone call here. Matt in the end of the Empire hanging out with us here on Angels Recap tonight. A lot of phone calls tonight. I love it. What's up, Matt? Hey, how's it going, Trent? Um, before I get to my point, if you didn't update me on the uh, being in the for Otani afterwards, but what I wanted to actually discuss... Trent, I'm glad you finally realized that I've actually 
I mean, I've been calling this out for Otani for a couple of years. Last year when he did qualify for pitching and hitting, yeah. no one in the game of MLB from day one till now has ever done that. And not did he just do it, Trent. He did it. I mean, I mean, he was outstanding on both ends. He was a top hitter. He was a top pitcher. You can say he was the second best pitcher last year behind Verlander. To- so, I, I, mean, I totally agree. Qualifying. Yeah, not just qualifying, but uh, outstanding. And last year was my exclamation point saying he is the greatest of all time because he can do both at a high levels. I think that's and I've I've harped about this a lot, Matt, about you know the awards voting, and I think the reason I I know it probably seems like I'm still salty about the MVP vote last year. I, I think it's because I've been trying so hard to help people understand what you realize, Matt. And I, I think Angel fans that watch Otani all the time are well aware of what this guy has accomplished. I just I don't I think nationally he gets a ton of attention and deserves even more attention than whatever he's getting. Um, but last year for Otani to finish second MVP is the most criminal award vote since the '73 Cy Young when Nolan Ryan got absolutely hosed there. So for me, what Shohei's accomplishment, uh, what he has accomplished in this game already, puts him in a different stratosphere than anybody else. And we're starting to see the longevity. Even if this is the last year he ever does anything like this, it's still enough for me to consider him the greatest player of all time because nobody has been able to do this. And it's not just a one-year wonder. Otani is now putting together you know, the better part of a decade of incredible seasons one after another. We're going to continue here in a moment, but first let's pause uh, just for a second for stations to identify themselves here on the Angels Baseball Radio Network. AMA 30 KLAA, Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. My name is Trent Rush, welcoming you to Angels Recap tonight. If you're just getting in your car, just joining us, what a night for the Halos. 4-2 winners over the White Sox. Shohei Otani gets the win, going 6 and a third, gives up one run, strikes out 10. Oh, and then at the plate, hit two home runs in this game. Carlos Estevez had to tiptoe his way out of a murky ninth inning. But after the White Sox had the bases loaded with nobody out, Estevez got a strikeout, then a groundout double play gets out of the jam. His 20th save in 20 chances, an Angels record to begin a season. we got a lot of phone calls tonight. If you haven't been able to get through, keep calling, keep trying. We're going to try to get to as many as we can uh, because I know that anybody that was at the game tonight understands they witnessed history. They witness something that they may never see again. They witness something that they will tell their kin for generations to come about what they were able to witness at Angel Stadium tonight. It was a truly historic night. And for me, this was the night where it officially sank in. I've thought it for a while. But it is true now, and there is no denying Shohei Otani is the greatest player in the history of baseball. Jerry in Riverside is hanging out with us tonight here on Angels Recap. We're glad to have Jerry with us. Hi, Jerry. Hey, Trent. How you doing? Excellent. Hey, we were at the game tonight. We took our mom to celebrate her 86th birthday, which is tomorrow. I know you just were on the radio with Luke, so we wish Luke a happy birthday also tomorrow. It was a wonderful night for the family. We had my brother and my sister, the wives, the husbands. We had a nice group there, and it was an amazing game. You are so accurate in your description. 
I feel the same way. We're, we're witnessing something. I'm a ball player. I know what it takes, and it's just so wonderful, Trent. It's a beautiful thing, and I just hope the Angels can continue to win. Yeah, I hope so, too. Jerry, thanks for calling. Before you leave us tonight, uh, what's your mother's name? Pauline. Pauline is her name. Pauline. Pauline, if you're listening right now, happy birthday, 86 years. Incredible. And uh, we're so thankful for you and what you've done for your family. And uh, Jerry seems like a great guy calling the show tonight. So uh, you, you've done you've done well. And uh, thank you so much for supporting the Angels and coming out here tonight. Happy birthday, Pauline. Jerry, thanks for calling out there in Riverside. 714-283830. Jose in Lake Forest with us tonight here on Angels Recap. Hi, Jose. How you doing, Fred? Real well. All right, so here, so you just, uh, I'm, I almost agree with you, best of all time, but he has, when, when he stops fishing, he can go to a different position. Once he wins the side, once he gets the best at a different position, he wins a gold glove at first or outfield maybe, then he's the greatest of all time. Until then, nah, not really. Almost. But he's the man, you know what I'm saying? I, I think I, I think I understand what you're saying, Jose. If you you're what you're saying, correct me if I'm wrong here. You're you're saying that what Otani is doing right now is close to that, but you want to see him continue more of these kind of seasons moving forward. Is that kind of what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. But like, yeah. he's not going to play forever. He can't. No human could possibly do that. So once he's done, he's still going to hit. Move him out to first base or to the outfield. And once that happens, then he will be the greatest of all time. And that's all I had to say. I agree with you on everything yeah. else, man. Jose, thank you for calling. I, I, I respectfully disagree, but I like the fact that you called, and I, I completely understand where you're coming from. I completely understand that point of view. And, and if you're going to push back against some of the things that I'm saying here tonight, that's the beauty of baseball, is having these kind of conversations. That's what this game is all about. We all come to the ballpark together. We sit in fellowship, and we talk baseball, and and you know, I, uh, you know, I know you, you have your peanuts and Cracker Jacks, and you just have a good time. I guess at, at the Big A, it's more about like the helmet nachos. Is you, you share helmet nachos. Nachos, uh, or, or a, a bucket of cookies. So you're sharing your bucket of cookies or your helmet nachos, and you're discussing baseball and different things and different topics. That's the beauty of it. We all don't have to think the same. It's better. It's healthier to have different viewpoints. That's what life is about. But I, I, I just I think that it's it's hard to ignore. It's hard to combat the idea that Otani is not the best ever. And and again, I say that. As someone that has always had an immense appreciation for Willie Mays and Hank Aaron and Babe Ruth, um, but what we're seeing from Shohei Otani, this is this is absolutely wild. What we're seeing from Shohei Otani, RJ in Riverside with us tonight here on Angels Recap. Hi, RJ. I wish you a very good evening, Trent. How are you? Very well. Thanks for calling. Hey. Uh... Really quick, because I know you have to call. You know how people say, hold my beer when you're about to do something really great? Yep. We're going to start saying for Otani when he hits a home run, hold my sake. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. On, on, on Japanese Heritage Night, I was I was looking for some sake in the ballpark tonight. You're not supposed to serve it to, to people that are working, though, so that's going to have to stay for after the show. 
serving it? Why aren't they serving at the Big A? Where can you get it? <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I I actually don't have uh, an answer to that, RJ. But uh, hey, thanks for calling. Thanks for uh, for dropping in a, a fun little nugget and being such a an avid listener of this show every single night. Always like hearing from RJ in Riverside. Zach and Placentia with us tonight on Angels Recap. Zach, what's going on, man? Oh, Shohei Otani. Oh, Shohei Otani. Hey, man, dude, this guy's, like, ridiculous. Like, how is he? I don't even know. Like, I'm 25. So, I've honestly, I've never seen someone as good as him. I'm, I'm sorry, but, you know, I'm, even though I've never seen, like, Hank Aaron play, I've never seen, you know, Babe Ruth play, this guy, jeez, oh, it's just a, it's so fabulous to see him play. And, you know, I'm going to be at the game on Friday. It's going to be interesting with this schedule coming up. But, uh, you know, let's get it done. I, I, They got me hyped up for this year, for sure. Yeah, there, there's a lot to be excited about, Zach. Here, here's what I would encourage you to do, and I think that this will help you maybe even understand a greater appreciation for Shohei. I would encourage you to go on YouTube and try to find some film of Hank Aaron or maybe talk to somebody that watched him play. Same thing about Willie Mays. Um, I got into, actually before the start of the season, for whatever reason, I, I don't know why, I, I just happened to go down this this baseball rabbit hole where I was watching a ton of Mickey Mantle tape, whatever was out there on YouTube, uh, listening to interviews, listening to people describe the Mick, and, and so I, I, I kind of, I, I went down I went down the Mickey Mantle rabbit hole before the start of the season just to, to appreciate him because, you know, for all these years we've heard the Trout-Mantle comparisons, and, and I just, I just was interested because I, I felt like I'd heard a lot about Mickey Mantle, but I hadn't really seen a whole lot about Mickey Mantle. And I did that. I'm, I'm a little bit older than you, but not much. So I wanted to do that because, again, when you are a student of the game, when you want to understand all you can about baseball, um, these players are mythological in so many ways. And Shohei Otani is now in the mythological description. This is, again, something that, that Zach, you're going to be telling your kids and your grandkids and your great-grandkids about what you saw with Shohei Otani when you come to the ballpark on Friday night and for all the other Angel games you've been to. Truly special. There is no question. I don't I don't even know. I don't need to wait to get to this because it is time for the star of the game presented by Sapporo Premium Beer. Follow the stars and please share Sapporo responsibly. No brainer tonight. That belongs to Shohei Otani. Incredible what he was able to do. Plus, whenever the Angels win, you win. Since the Angels won at home, head to a participating SoCal McDonald's tomorrow to redeem your free medium fries with a $1 minimum purchase. Just download and register on the McDonald's app. Before we get to our Halo highlights tonight, Let's check in with a few more callers here. Again, our number, 714-283-830. Absolutely jam-packed phone lines. I, I say every night, I try to get to every caller. There's been so many times we might not be able to do it. I'm going to do my best. I want to get to as many of you as possible. It's what we do here on this show. And we're going to get our second inning started with Christian in Orange joining us on Angels Recap tonight. What's up, Christian? Hey, Trent. Just two quick, just two quick notes on show. Hey, first off, the... The fact that you and so many of us are going to have the opportunity not only to tell our children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren about this guy named Shohei Otani, but the fact that we're going to be able to tell them about the moment where we realized it, where it clicked, where it wasn't just a, oh, it could be, um, is, is something fantastic. And then following that up is, 
the the class that Otani has, I don't think gets as magnified as when Trout came up and was doing this amazing. Everybody's like, oh, and also he's the nicest guy. You see Shohei out there, and let's be honest, over the past couple of years, even a couple nights this year, uh, he could have made a very bold statement that would be on the morning news and then be the talk of the town about he's not happy. And, yeah, he says he wants to win, but the class he's done it with uh, it just solidifies his greatness even further. I agree with you in a lot of ways, Christian. Thanks for making that phone call because uh, you're right. And, and the way Otani carries himself with, with so much class and grace, how he goes about uh, his work, which is is truly sensational. Uh, that does uh, that is worth uh, discussing. I mean, can you imagine the pressure that's on this guy and the eyes of the world on his every step? I mean, he's got two countries watching every little thing that he does, and everywhere he goes, the cameras are falling him constantly I, I can't imagine that kind of pressure and it doesn't seem to phase Otani and, and he takes it all in stride and, and is still a, a very uh, caring individual through all of it 7142 we said we'd get to Jason and San Juan Capistrano next so let's do that now hi Jason hey Trent thanks for opening the lines yeah uh, great night at the ballpark like you said a beautiful view from Brewery X anybody who ever gets a chance to uh see Otani pitch, get loose, warm up before the game. It's just phenomenal. I don't know if he intends to do this, but uh, tonight he was just standing in the sunlight. There was just this ray uh, shooting through the outfield when he was getting loose. It was phenomenal. Uh, I know we I want to see Otani stay, but I, I know there's concerns that he may or may not, um, you know, age uh, appropriately or uh, who, who knows he's a unicorn an alien right but but what's what are the chances that that, that if he, that, that Otani moves to the bullpen towards the end of his career kind of like we saw in the WBC earlier this year yeah I mean maybe I mean we, we don't know I, I think right now the version we're seeing of Shohei Otani is he's is a starting pitcher and the best hitter in baseball he's an ace on the mound and you want to have him throw as many innings as you possibly can down the line, maybe that changes, and I don't know. Otani's going to get a long, a long contract for the most money any player has ever gotten before in this game. So um, teams are going to be creative with how they use Shohei Otani. Certainly, that's going to be a part of it. But um, I, I think that's that's a bridge across town the road. I don't see any sign of Otani slowing down with what he's doing right now. And even if it's only two or three more years where he's like this, and, and, and look, let's be honest, if he does give you two or three more years like this, um, even on a 10-year contract, you're getting what you're getting is, is insurmountable um, in terms of pro- productivity and production from Shohei Otani. So, you know, again, gosh, if it's like a 10- or 11-year deal, boy, that's a long time. Um, a lot of that, you'd probably have to think that Otani is going to be one or the other. But, again, I don't think that that would change my view anyway of what Otani has been able to accomplish at this point in his career. We've just never seen anything like this before. But I, I do think that at some point in Otani's career, there's going to have to be some creative ways to, to still use him on the mound, but maybe a little bit less. But right now, he, he's not showing any signs of slowing down. Thanks for calling Jason out there in San Juan Capistrano. Again, our number seven one four two eight thirty eight three. Connor in Anaheim is with us here on Angels Recap tonight. What you got for us, Connor? Hey, Trent, first of all, i got to say, one of the better environments I've been to 
uh, at an Angels game tonight. I mean, the cl- crowd was just electric. Um, and I was sitting around with my dad the other day. We're thinking, how can we keep Shohei in town? And one of the ideas we came up with was, at the beginning of each year, kind of like how we used to do, is go to Japan for an opening series and play the A's or the Mariners or someone and go to Japan and have Shohei tell Shohei, hey, you can come out to Japan with the team, go back home for a week, and go play six, three games with uh, inter, uh, a division team, you know? Yeah, that, I mean, hey, that's an interesting thought. Now, a lot of that, that's not necessarily handled by the Angels. That's MLB that's setting those opportunities. Look, if if Shohei, if Shohei ends up staying with the Angels and signs an extension here, there is no way the that MLB would not send the Angels to Japan to go play there. I mean, it's it's got to be automatic that that would happen at some point. I I wish the Angels could do something like that. I think it'd be really cool, but I, that's that kind of stuff comes more from MLB than it does from the organization. But I like the out of the box thought. Look, whatever it takes to keep this guy. I mean, you just keeping Shohei Otani on on so many levels. He's just the best player. He's the best player ever. So you don't want to see that guy play for anyone else. Is is part of it, but it, it's got to be something where you can still have a competitive team. Because at the end of the day, winning for the organization is more important than any one player. But I think that your best chance to win is to have the best players. And Otani is the best player I've ever seen. So you would think that that would make your team better. Uh, if you're just going to try to use some logic there, obviously it'd be incredibly expensive uh, to do that and, and have Otani and also be able to field a competitive team. But we, we've just never seen anything like this from Shohei Otani. Connor, I like the creativity. Don't be a stranger. Give us a phone call again. 714-2-830-830. Cole in Glendora. Hanging with us tonight on Angels Recap. What's up, Cole? First, how you doing, Trent? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. I want to talk about uh, our, our friend Zach Neto and David Fletcher. I think David Fletcher, once his back gets hot, he's going to be great, man. Yeah, I mean, he looked good tonight. How about that double play he turned tonight? That was that was huge what he was able to do. I thought Fletcher had a really great defensive game. In the ninth inning, he kind of made a mistake there. I mean... Zach Neto, I don't, I don't think is making that play either. I, I'm just kidding. I mean, look that that was a, that was a really tough play with Fletch going back. He's in, he's basically in shallow right field. Uh, that is uh, that's a tough one. I'll tell you this though, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Zach Neto make a return. Hopefully sooner rather than later. It sounds like that he is progressing really well and feeling better, and we might even see him start playing catch and doing some baseball activities here maybe as soon as the end of the week. And, and the Angels getting him back at shortstop would be really cool to see. Plus, you have Eduardo Escobar that's here. Fletch is up to give you some depth. Um, the Angels have rebuilt this infield on the fly, and you could tell like this this Angels organization, they're going for it. They are all in on 2023, and if the season ended today, the Angels would be in the playoffs. And here we are at the halfway point, um, and the Angels playing really good baseball. I know there's some games that they've given up. You'd like to see them get back, but at 44-37, and 37, 81 games in, 7 over 500, the Angels would be a playoff team if the season were to end today. Goal, thanks for calling us. we got time for one more before we get to our Halo highlight. But before we get to our next caller, let's pause for just a moment for a quick word from one of our sponsors. Go to Chris in Westminster with us tonight on Angels Recap. Welcome to the show, Chris. 
Hey, hey, Trent. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to say you're spot on on your monologue. Shoei is the best player that's ever played, and it's kind of ridiculous when uh, I know Jose mentioned about the uh, defense thing. He should have probably won a Gold Glove as, uh, as a pitcher. I mean, Griffin Kang's won, won one before, and uh, I know Shoei's made some incredible plays as a pitcher. He feels wherever he is. If worse came to worse, he'd always be a hitter if you signed him long term, and he can always play the outfield. He played, I think, the outfield in uh, uh, in Japan a little bit. Um, so he's ex- an excellent all around athlete. So I don't see any problem with him stop, uh, you know, him not being able to hit for long term. Uh, the pitching, like he said, maybe a little later, but hey, he keeps himself in shape and everything else. Uh, he could last a long time. Him, what you want? I think I think the Angels could probably get a hometown discount because I think he does want to stay on the West Coast. I don't see him wanting to go back to New York or any of those places. The only place I can see him maybe wanting to go would be like a, a Texas or something like that. But I don't even see that either. I see like maybe a San Francisco. The New York thing, I don't think it would be that great. Uh, I mean, if if you were to look at the look, I, I think Shoei really likes being in Southern California. And if you look at the Southern California destinations of the Dodgers, the Padres, and the Angels, right now I think the Angels are the best situation. Like I, I think there's a lot to be said for that for Otani. He wants to win. Well, look what is happening here. The, the Angels are putting together a team that is, yes, they're all in on 2023, but they are building a group that has a chance to win for a long time. And that's why on this show I have talked so much about the 25U club. Right, the Nettos, the Ohapis, the Detmers, the Moniacs, that group. That group is so critical for me because I think that's going to be the core of being able to open up a championship window for this Angels organization. Yeah, you want to win in 2023, but you also want to be the kind of team that's developing homegrown talent that's going to help you compete for a long time and and try to have another decade like what this Angels organization was in the 2000s where they you know, they won 900 games. I mean that's the that's what you're trying to build, sustain success. Uh, over a long period of time. And I, I think the Angels have the kind of group that is on the verge of doing that. I, I'm a huge believer in guys like Ohapi and Neto and Detmers and Moniak. Like, like those four at the core. Those are some darn good baseball players. You know, we, we still don't know what Joe Adele's going to be because, you know, he has not had a whole lot of opportunity at the major league level lately. And he was brought up too soon, and since he's been up, he's, you know, I, I feel like now he's like earning call-ups, when maybe before it was maybe forced just a little bit to get him up here. But, man, that that's another one that you know he's talented. There's, there's so many of those kind of guys in this organization. I'm looking forward to seeing what is to come ahead. Um, but, man, it's, it's exciting seeing what we saw from Shohei Otani tonight, which does take us to our Morongo Halo highlights brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa, the newest, friendliest, and safest casino resort. Morongo, good time. So after homering in last night's game, Shohei Otani wasted no time in the first inning, hitting this ball to a pretty similar spot from what we saw a night ago. Two homers in the first inning against them, and here's a ball that's absolutely blasted out into right center field, and it is showtime. Otani launches a missile. Just talking about what happened the last time the Angels faced Kopech in the first inning, and Otani is just blasted number 27 of the season. 
What a shot that was. The Angels would tag on another in the fourth inning when David Fletcher would bring in a run after Luis Rangifo had a one-out triple in that frame. As for the rest of the Angels, well, they would pump up a little bit more insurance in the seventh inning, starting with who else but Showtime. Here's a pitch that he hits well out in the left center field. It's carrying deep out there, and this one is out of here. Cracked finger now or not. Otani, the hitter, has hit his second home run tonight. That is number 28 of the season, and the Angels have a 3-1 lead. Mike Moustakas would add another run in that inning for the Halos to give them a 4-1 lead. Oh, did I mention that Otani went six and a third innings of one-run baseball tonight, striking out 10 along the way? We saw some pretty good performances by the Angels' bullpen as well. It was Jacob Webb that came in to replace Otani after that cracked fingernail in the seventh inning, and all Webb was able to do was get out of that inning. Did give up a hit, and that's how the run came in to score. The lone run at the time for the White Sox, Chris Davinsky came in at tossed a clean eighth with a couple of strikeouts. Really good to see that from Chris Davinsky. I know his last couple of outings have been some struggles, so for him in a hold situation to come in and deliver like that certainly was encouraging. Okay, now we got to talk about this ninth inning because it was not pretty for Carlos Estevez. First, it was Eloy Jimenez leading off with a double, then Andrew Vaughn would drive him in. Grandal with another hit. Ber- or excuse me, uh, Rummyard with another hit. Berger would follow with a base hit of his own, so then Here we are. The go-ahead run is on base. Base is loaded. Nobody out. One run is already scored in a 4-2 game. It was Zavala at the dish who would strike out. Then with Elvis Andrews at the plate, Carlos Estevez did this. Two strikes here on Elvis Andrews. The next pitch. He grounds the ball to short. Could be two. Second for one. Relay to first. It's a double play. And that's how the ball game ends. A twin killing We'll wrap it up. It went Velasquez to Fletcher onto Mustakis. Angels hold on and win this ball game four to two. And you can put a halo over this one. Carlos Estevez now 20 for 20 in save chances and Angels record to begin a season. And by the way, good news for you. Whenever the Angels get a save at home, that earns you a free small classic smoothie. At, at whenever the Angels get a save during a home game at Juice It Up. Yeah, go to Juice It Up, get yourself a free small classic smoothie uh, with the purchase of any other juice, smoothie, bowl, or snack. So again, that's at Juice It Up. Get a free small classic smoothie with any purchase of a juice, smoothie, bowl, or snack. Angels manager Phil Nevin addressed the media down in the Angels clubhouse just moments ago. So here now is the Halo Skipper. Phil Shelby is not the only starting pitcher to have 10 strikeouts and two home runs in a game, but considering what he does on a daily basis, how much does a night like tonight make it that much more special? Um, You know, I think we come in here a lot, and to talk about it, it's, you know, it's it's a wow factor. I think what's cool is watching, you know, new guys come in, like Moose and Eski here today, like, they see this and they're like, they're in amazement, right? And we all are. It's just for the first time to see it. And, um, you know, the performance today was was incredible. Yeah. Uh, cracked fingernail? Was that something? Yeah, his middle finger and 
Apparently, I was yeah. <laughs> showing the middle finger. Yeah, so I, you know, yeah, it's a crack in the middle finger. I'll hold them all up for you um, uh, on his nail. So uh, it's just something we will monitor. He, being the team guy he is, he just knew that you know, he saw Webb up down there, and he knew Webb would have, had a little better command of his pitches, and he just felt like he wasn't able to command the sweeper especially or, you know, a couple off-speed pitches uh, to get, you know, the guys that were coming up out. And um, that's what we're talking about. You know, he understood where we're at in the game and who we have available. Um, you know, he's, he's had these things before where he's been able to pitch through them. It actually happened a couple innings earlier, and he was fine. It's just there's a little more separation there, so he just felt like it was somebody else was, was a better choice at that time. And that's not something that will impact him, like, for now. Hey, Sam. Oh, hey, Mitch. Good. How are you? Good. <laughs> Uh, so that wouldn't impact him, like, when he did it. I think start in San Diego. I wouldn't. It's too early to tell. I mean, these things are a little tricky sometimes, but um, <coughs> I'm sure we'll, you know, do everything we can to get him out there. I, I would anticipate him being fine for that. Cracked fingernails certainly didn't impact that at bat. No, it doesn't affect his hitting at all. And, you know, if he's not pitching, that ball he hits to right's a double because, you know, I, he needs to conserve some energy in some way, right? So, uh, but that ball's usually a ball that he hits for a double because you know he's going to run and, and a little bit more there. Uh, but the two home runs, the first one, I think all the talk. I got asked a few times today about him not being, not having a hit off of Kopech yet, and uh, I was still going to play him today. So it uh, <laughs> worked out. But he, uh, I mean, the, the most impressive one was the off speed, the change up down and away on the bottom corner rail and to hit it out the other way to a, the biggest part of our park. Uh, that was really impressive. How big was that play by Fletcher there to get that out of third base? Yeah, wow. He's, you know, you know, obviously we know what he can do defensively. Um, you know, that came up big today. Every little thing that happens in games like this are huge. Um, Wally's two walks earlier. Um, you know, we had some really good. I think we walked nine or ten times, and we were. We didn't. I thought we did a great job offensively against a, a good pitcher, and he's able to make good pitches and get out of it. But the plays that that Fletch made, um, Louie made one at third, um, uh, the double play from Renfro in right field. Um, we had a lot of good things happen defensively too. Shohei has been kind of. Uh up and down at times, or he's hitting better, pitching better. Do you think right now he's kind of at his peak in both? I I think. I, mean, I don't know where where we go. Um, it's fun to watch every day. I know that. I think he's you know done some things mechanically, uh, pitching wise, that uh, has has helped him a little bit. And um, whether it's pitch picks mixing, picks pitch mixing and uh, game planning, I think that's that's been a lot better, if you will. Uh, but we've never seen what he's doing, so I don't know where, where it goes. Do you know what the mechanics yeah. thing is that he's kind of doing? Because he, he said he couldn't really describe it that well. Do you, are you able to kind of say what he's done? I think it's just more what you feel out of your hand, you know, and it's hard to describe that. I mean, Reed's the same way, right? The last few times out, he's really felt like he's got a good good command of the ball and man manipulating the ball on a slider and I think Shohei's doing the same thing and you know, I say mechanically but it's more you know whether it's a grip or you know I'm not down there for all of his pens but um, you know I think it's you know, something to do with the grip something to do with mechanics and everything he's doing right now is, is in sync.
Chris Davinsky, he struggled in his last two appearances, but you maintain faith in him. Speak to that. He pitched excellent today. Speak to the faith you have in him to put him out there in that pivotal situation. Yeah. If you go back to the two outings he had and you watch the tape close, I mean, one was a, was a bad hop that went over our first baseman's head. Another one, we don't convert a double play. He's putting the ball on the ground and not hard contact. I know he gave up the home run in Colorado uh, after something happened where he should have been out of the inning. So I'm not going to give up on him. He's tough, and he's been in these spots before, just like uh, Webby has. And um, and really, our, our entire pen is going to go through these things. You know, now we've used Webby two nights in a row, so somebody else will have to step up tomorrow. But I haven't lost any faith in him. He's, his pitches were still crisp. He just threw a lot, and he had a little bad luck. Um, but he's had some rest, and he's good to go, and, and he's our guy in those spots. With Estevez, what made you kind of feel like you didn't want I me? Mean, no one was warming up there. That was, it seemed like it was his no. thing there. And what, what was kind of the thought process with that? He was throwing strikes. I mean, he's going to get hit sometimes. I mean, I know you're referring back to the Texas game, and he walked the first three batters of the inning, and I just didn't feel like he had. <coughs> he also, before that uh, outing, would, he had been used a lot. And I was more worried about how tired he was. The velo was down. Today, after a couple hits, you saw him reach back and get a little. He got close to 100 again and a really good slider, but he was able to command the top of the zone after getting a few base runners out there. Uh, and then gets the big double play at the end. That was huge. Um, Shohei's over now uh, on three of his last four start days. Mm. Do, do you feel like he's getting more comfortable just sort of juggling both worlds on the same day? I mean, I just think he's so routine-oriented. That hasn't changed. I mean, I think each day he's – each time out he's understanding how to conserve more energy, to – be more focused and you know if he could if, if there's a way he could I, you know I don't know he's the most focused person I've ever seen in my life and the most routine oriented person I've seen in my life but he's always searching to get better and I certainly see that I mean we talk about the three home runs in the last four starts I mean I feel like he's homered every day so uh, but it's it's just been fun to watch and he's a he's having a lot of fun out there with his teammates and and uh, there's there's a lot of reason to, to be that way you talked before about like maybe sometimes because you're in it every day you can't fully appreciate it mm -hmm. people on the outside. You've been around this game a long time. To see somebody exit a game as a pitcher because of something he's dealing with, and then in the bottom half hit a home run like that, like yeah. you ever think something like that would ever be possible at this level? Actually, last year in, in Oakland, I think he left after getting hit in the ankle with a line driver. So I mean, still hit, and he, I don't think he hit a home run, but he hit a double. But um, no, I mean, like you say, have I ever seen it? We're seeing things every day that we've never seen before, and you try not to take it for granted, and I don't think any of us do. I, I understand how special it is, but I also understand how special the person is to our room and, and what he's bringing to, to us every day as well as the rest of his teammates. So there you go. That's Angels manager Phil Nevin uh, sharing some uh, really uh, good insight with us after the game tonight. And uh, I think that he is just in awe like everybody else right now. How could you not be with what this guy, Shohei Otani, is accomplishing? Um, truly phenomenal. I, I mean, we're out of superlatives, and, and it's bigger than that. There are historical 
You know, there's a historical context here about the greatness of Shohei Otani. Uh, let's take a look at what's going on across Major League Baseball tonight and have a peek at our Huntington Beach Harley out-of-town scoreboard. Riverside Harley-Davidson and Huntington Beach Harley-Davidson is the number one volume Harley dealer group in California. We'll start with the Dodgers, who got a 5 nothing win in Colorado tonight. Clayton Kershaw took a no-hitter into the sixth inning of that game. J.D. Martinez also hit his 300th career home run in that 5 nothing shutout as the Blue top the Rockies. Reds 3-1 winners in Baltimore tonight, so the Angels did gain some ground on the Orioles, while the Pirates beat the Padres 9-4 from PNC Park. Giants got a 3-0 win over Toronto, another team the Angels gained some ground on in the wild card race, while the Marlins beat the Red Sox 10-1. So uh, Boston has now fallen all the way back to 40 and 40 on this, excuse me, on the season. Meanwhile, the Mets, oh boy, after they had lost their, or had fallen to a season-worst eight games below 500, they did get a win tonight, 7-2 over Milwaukee, as uh, owner Steve Cohen will be having a press conference tomorrow. Should be fascinating to see what comes out of that. The Braves got a 6-2 victory over Minnesota tonight, while the Cardinals beat the Astros 4-2, as Jordan Montgomery uh, pitched well for St. Louis in that game, six-hit baseball, and got into the seventh inning. Rangers did get a win tonight, so the Angels unable to gain any ground there. It is the uh, Texas still with a five-game lead on the Halos in the AL West. They beat the Tigers 8-3 to tonight. Phillies 5-1 winners over the Cubs. Guardians 2-1 over the Royals. A's beat the Yankees. Wow, 2-1 final score in that game. While the Diamondbacks got a victory over the Tampa Bay Rays. How about that powerhouse matchup? And who would have thought Arizona-Tampa Bay would be a big-time matchup? It really is. The first-place Diamondbacks able to take down the first-place Tampa Bay Rays. Also, 11 innings in Seattle where the Nationals got a 7-4 win over the Mariners and what some Mariner fans are calling uh, one of the more crushing losses of the season. So that takes us to the American League standings where the Rangers, as I mentioned, have a five-game lead on the second-place Angels, who are a game better than Houston and four-and-a-half games better than the Seattle Mariners. Oakland is in last place. They are 28 games behind Texas, 23 behind the Halos. As for the wild-card race right now, if the season were to end today, the Angels and Yankees would have the second and third wildcard spots, currently tied five-and-a-half games back of Baltimore and a half-game clear of Toronto. Again, the Astros one game back, then the Red Sox three-and-a-half games out of the playoff spot, followed by Cleveland and Seattle, who are a game behind them. So that's a peek at the playoff picture right now for the Angels. Now it is time to close up shop, as we always do, and that is with our nightcap. For tonight's final thought... This is the Nightcap. First things first, I just want to say congratulations to Eduardo Escobar, who is now a United States citizen. He went to Miami today to take uh, the test and go through that process, and it is official. New Angel Eduardo Escobar, officially a U.S. citizen. I was going to talk a little bit more about that tonight, and we will uh, have that conversation uh, down the road. But I feel like on a night where Shohei Otani was able to do what he did, I think it is worth noting just some of his stats. So, I'm going to read off some numbers right now. Maybe you want to get out a pen and paper or at least you know, put this down uh, in your phones. If anybody asks you, well, how come you think that Shohei is the best player of all time? Well, here are some numbers uh, to back that up. Otani now 7-3 on the season with a 302 ERA and his 16 starts. Um, 
he has a 2.10 ERA at the Big A in 42 starts. That is the second best in the last 100 years for a home earned run average. The only one better is Miami's Jose Fernandez. Shohei Otani has given up one or fewer runs in nine of his 16 starts this year. And also, since the start of last year, no pitcher in all of baseball has had more games with double-digit strikeouts. Otani has had 16 of them, six this season alone, tied for the most in all of baseball. As a hitter, Shohei Otani, as I mentioned before, uh, today was the first career game where he had multiple home runs at a game he pinched in. It was his 10th career game as a pitcher where he uh, hit a home run, uh, fifth this season alone. Uh, Shohei Otani, five times now this year, Otani has pitched and also had three or more hits six times in his career. He's the first player with a multi-homer game where he was the starting pitcher since Zach Greinke did that in 2019 with the Diamondbacks. First American League player to have multiple home runs as a starting pitcher since Sonny Siebert of the Red Sox in 1971. 13 home runs here in the month of June has tied a franchise record with Tim Salmon, Albert Pujols, and himself back in 2020. It's an Angels record for the most in any month. And again, we still have a few more days left here in June. Today, only the 27th. Uh, He's the Major League leader in home runs, RBI, total bases, extra base hits, slugging percentage, and OPS. Plus, he has already been selected as the American League All-Star starter as the designated hitter. The third straight All-Star start as a DH. The only other to do that would be David Ortiz. All right. Those are the numbers for Shohei Otani. Truly sensational what he was able to accomplish uh, tonight and what he has done so far in his career, and I can't wait to see how the rest of it continues to play out. That's going to just about do it for us here on Angels Recap. Tonight, I want to thank Dan Jers, Alejandro Valenzuela, Derek Taylor, David Calloway, our entire production crew here at AM830 for all their hard work and their help uh, for putting this show together. More than anything else, thank you. Thank you for all the callers tonight. We had a ton of them. We got to as many as we possibly could. If you weren't able to get in, well, give us a phone call tomorrow after the game. Looking forward to chatting with you then. Jaime Maria gets the start. It's a 638 first pitch here at the Big A in the third game of four with the White Sox. SoCal native Lucas Giolito gets the nod for Chicago as the Angels go for a series win, having taken each of the first two games, including 4-2 being the final score tonight. My name is Trent Rush. Thanks for being with us. This has been Angels Recap on the Angels Baseball Radio Network. Angels Baseball has been brought to you by Foundation Building Materials, Memorial Care, Coca-Cola, and Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Join us again for the next game here on the Angels Baseball Radio Network.